Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast. Before we get started, we've got something in the mailbag. It is from Dave Stinton, who emailed me. This might be a pod at Gmail. And he's got a comparison to make between Darling the Dose, our last episode, uh, versus this is only going to go one way. Dave says, I just listened to your episode on Darling the Dose, and I thought I'd share my theory. This song is a cousin to the Linnell song, This Is Only Going to Go One Way. Darling the Dose likens a romantic relationship to a mutual poisoning, which sounds very cynical, but I feel there's more heart to it. The song feels like a wry smile, as if to say, there's no one I'd rather be poisoned with than you, babe. On the other hand, This Is Only, this is only Going to Go One Way is where the true cynicism comes through. The people in that song are legitimate threats to each other, and they are yoked together by this relationship that, unfortunately, is perfect for them. It's the difference between fate and doom. No idea if there's any merit to this regarding Flansburg's or Linnell's intent behind those lyrics, but the two songs remind me of each other every time I hear them. Love the show. Dave from Chicago. Thank you so much for listening and writing in. Uh, I love hearing thoughts about the show, and voicemails are encouraged at 224-801-2930. But if you're one of those folks who aren't used to hearing themselves on podcasts a million times a year, emails are good, too. Uh, I also love mixing it up on Twitter. This might be a pod, but uh, I will usually lose track of things by the time I have to record a mailbag. So voicemail or email are always preferred if you want to get your thoughts on next week's episode. Speaking of the episode, here it is. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. They might be giants. I'm your host, Greg Simpson, and I've got a special guest returning to the show today. It is Adam Gorn, a.k.a. Adam and his package, and we are going to talk this time about Alphabet of Nations. Alphabet of Nations. <laughs> Alphabet. Now you do one. Oh, of Nations. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. So here come the ABCs. The Alphabet of Nations. The Alphabet of Nations. The Alphabet of Nations. Bulgaria, Cambodia, Dominica, Egypt, France, the Gambia, Hungary, Iran, Japan, Kazakhstan, Libya, and Mongolia, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname, Turkey, Uruguay, Vietnam, West Xylophone, Yemen, Zimbabwe. 
How's it going, Adam? We haven't been talking for a long time already. <laughs> Stuff is good. Thank you for having me back again. That's yeah. very kind. <laughs> of course, man. Uh, hell, let me just do a. Let's just do our own spin-off podcast because apparently we just like every time we get on a call, it's just just like bullshitting about whatever. Yeah, and uh, and it's fun. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I love talking to you. It's been fun. And all the collaboration, which uh, we will be playing people, one of our collaborations on this episode, which up to this point has been an exclusive charity track. Um, it will be streaming soon. It's been a beast to get through all the channels since it's an entire covers thing. You know, I uh-huh. paid, paid all the licensing a long time ago before the CD and all that. Um, but like getting it through CD baby to all the streaming channels, there's just a lot of hoops you got to jump through. Uh, yeah. I totally missed that entire era of things. I would, <laughs> uh, and if you can believe it, <laughs> I never sought out licenses and <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Cause you introduced me to so many bands. <laughs> You you're yeah, your it's nutrition like, was the, oh my god. <laughs> the first time I ever heard Dead Milkman, the first time I ever heard <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first time I ever heard Mountain Goats. And for them being like one of my favorite bands, it's crazy. Because uh, wow. because redefining music, uh having the three on there, <laughs> I was like, damn, these are good songs. Wait, he didn't write these. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> first time I heard Madonna. No, just kidding. I <laughs> <laughs> You've done some great covers. Um Thank you. what was the uh what was the band that did um Bloody the Bloody Lip song? Oh a, a hardcore band from Philadelphia called I Hate You. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like if you look up like hardcore band in the dictionary, it's gonna be like and they're called things like I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. And I mean we were talking about short songs before. I mean, that's like what eight seconds or something. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, a, a tight eight seconds. I think <laughs> it says everything it needs to say in eight <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. So doing covers, it's fun, and I figure I got to stay above board at this point because I'm in contact with their management and stuff about other things. So like, they know of me. Oh, sure. I was not. I was yeah. not trying to nudge you into the underworld. Oh of, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, just yeah. too probably like. I yeah. I just was too lazy and stupid and <laughs> didn't even know anything. So, <laughs> I mean, they know of the show. I don't think they listen. I think they they're one of their people in their management has listened to a show to like check them out because I got in trouble for playing one thing one time that was too. Anyway, it was a. Something that had wait. What been, was the adjective there? It was too. I guess exclusive. Oh, thought it was gonna yeah. be. I thought you were gonna mad lib it and be like too fluffy, too blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about Stilub last time, didn't we? The backwards oh, sapphire yeah. bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes. Yeah, so this happened even before that because we someone had recorded their sound check of them doing it. Oh. They hadn't even premiered it live to the public oh. but they recorded their sound check and i played it on the podcast and got in trouble for it oh i just had to re-edit i didn't get in trouble they're like could you kindly take that off of the episode right. like, yes i will hoping that the johns will eventually be on the show so again if i released a 36 song 
They might be Giants covers thing and paid for none of it, and they found out. I don't think they'd come on the show. I mean, it's that's also a lot. the right thing to do. I, right. And that's very easy for me to say, not having done the right thing well, for a long time. I mean, time. Mike Park, and I mean, I think he said it on the episode he was on. Mike Park has released two They Might Be Giants covers, one for Bruce Lee Band. He did She's an Angel. Uh-huh. And then his new, his his current group, OG Kubo Station, um, with um, uh, one from Mixtapes. Um, they did Dr. Worm, and he didn't pay for either of those. He told me. I think he said on the episode, too. He's like, oh, I didn't pay for those. I'm like, Ageman Records. Yes, That's like, I'm like, yes, you did pay for them. Like, <laughs> yes, I paid for them. I'm like, That's a widely distributed release. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mine's just, you know, I ordered 200 CDs. Yeah. Whatever, I, I, yeah. <laughs> we've sold a lot. It's been, we've raised a lot great. of money. Yeah, awesome. almost, uh, almost two, almost 2,000 bucks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun and a lot of cool people donated their time um, to it, including yourself. And uh, it's just, it's fun, you know? I mean, yeah. it wasn't hard to get that many people to join in. I mean, it ended up being two CDs just because no one turned me down. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're here to talk about the song that we covered for Purple Toupee, Alphabet of Nations. And so we covered it. I mean, we were working on it over like about a year ago. We had probably started it, um, if not maybe a little less than a year ago, because um, then it came out in August. Uh, here come the ABCs. Was this uh, a CD that you were playing for your kids when they were little? Yeah, so I so and, and we we probably had talked about this a little bit before, but I, uh, being an older, esteemed, muscular, wealthy, <laughs> popular gentleman, um, I I got into they might be giants probably like as Flood came out and then went back and you know got way into Lincoln and the first record and Miscellaneous T and then you know I I I liked Apollo thirteen couple songs on John, but then sort of just was like kind of, I don't know, probably got into other stuff and just and yeah, didn't yeah. kind of pay attention to them for quite some time. And I think, yeah, I think that when we had the kids and then it was like, oh, they might be giant. They have a kid's CD. Oh, we have kids and mm-hmm. a CD player. That, and, <laughs> this so, was the same trajectory as John Darnell as well, by the way. Oh, really? Because he oh. got so, yeah, because he knew their first records. Like he talked about buying the uh they'll need a crane ep 10 inch or oh. whatever like all the like like shit that like fans like me would be like you have that you know uh-huh. and you know but then he got so into metal in the 90s just forgot about him and then kids came along early 2000s and yeah that's why his episode he was on was apartment four off of here come the one two threes <clears throat> oh, okay so, you're on the same same trajectory so but, uh, i yeah. i really liked the um, here come the ABCs, and there's still some things on there that just like make me laugh. And I think I, I feel like yeah. I used the joke of like, I forget which song. It, uh, can you find it? Where he goes, uh, <laughs> it was, well, you are really big, or something. Where it's just like, I, I'm pretty sure I use that pretty frequently. <laughs> nice. Um, I, I love those random quotes that find their way into like daily family life. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I really like that. And then, of course, the science uh, record is, oh yeah, you know, and 
it's That's great. my favorite. It's, it's, it's very um, cool. Yeah. Like we were talking actually in physics, we do a unit on the evolution of our human understanding of uh, of the universe, and uh-huh. at some point in the class, so a kid started saying like the the sun is the gal. Uh, yeah, oh, the not, sun is a mess of yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, right, because we were talking about nuclear fusion and the life cycle of stars and stuff. But yeah, I I mean, it, and I probably say this every single time we talk, but it's just like. How have they made so many awesome things? Like it's really, I, they are uh, perhaps not human. <laughs> yeah, it it is pretty wild to think about it. Just like, especially like fellow songwriters. You know, I've talked to a lot of people who make their own music, and and just like, how do you write so many songs? And also and it, have them all be so good. <laughs> And also, like, it's not only, like, like I've, in these links, which I haven't seen, but in the sort of links I've seen in previous episodes and things that, that we've talked about, like, the capacity to reinvent the old songs and to, like, yeah. I, I don't know, it really is a very incredible uh, set of skills that they have, and I guess sort of, like, set of... Uh, yeah, I guess like the, a sense of wonder that they must have and sense of fun to yeah. kind of do it rather than being like, Ugh, going through the motions. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, doing the, the Kids Elm stuff, like, and I've talked about this on some of the episodes for No, uh, when they did that first record, yeah, it's actually the 20th anniversary of No uh, this year. I don't know if they're going to play any on their on their tour or not. They don't play the kids songs a whole lot really at all anymore. Um I mean, they don't do kids' shows anymore, but mm-hmm. um, they talked about how, like, they were just, like, it was like a lark. You know, they're like, here's some songs that, you know, and a lot of them were songs that were not intended as kids' songs. But as we all know, and just like I was put into that Hard Time article that my friend wrote, <laughs> like, long time They Might Be Giants fan, Greg Simpson, unsure whether new They Might Be Giants album is a kids' album or not. <laughs> you know, they have... <laughs> uh, it, they have so many songs like I'm not your broom. Mm-hmm. I did the episode long ago with Franz Nikolai and, and he had so many good points about it being like a like socialist anthem and about how like throwing off the chains of oppression. Like I'm not your broom. And I'm like, Oh my God, man, like that's uh-huh. incredible. And so like we played the version that Linnell had written three years before. So like they weren't even they're like, oh, I don't know, not doing a kid's album. That song just sat, became a kid's song. We just said huh. four of two. Do you know the No album? The kids album before this one? I must. I feel like I know some songs that I would have to look up the track listing, mm-hmm. but I uh, know yeah, I'm like, not uh, Robot Parade, uh, Four of Two is a really good one for yes. Island. I Yes, I do know that record. And yes, Four of yeah. Two is awesome. That one was also not a kid's song. And I would highly recommend listening to that episode. I had a lovely Australian friend on on that episode. And there is a demo version that is much darker. Oh, really? <laughs> I'll just say that right now. Well, wait, and but four of, two to <laughs> also seems, four of two seems pretty dark on its own. Right. You know, I mean, he grows old and all that, but let's just say in the original, he ends it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's basically like nuts to this. And I'm out of here. Yeah, it's really like really dark, like even darker huh. than 
you know, maybe that's why it never made it to an album. So they're like, eh, maybe that's even a little too dark. They're like, let's turn it into a kid's song. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious solution. Um, yeah, great song, though. Great, you know, rhythm and chord progression on that one. Um, so anyway, so then Here Come the ABCs was their first for Disney. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was big for them, you know. So they're off the success of No, you know, they're like, well, we might as well keep this going. And I mean, based on, I think based on like theme songs they had done, um, they were able to get that Disney deal for the uh-huh. three, re- for the three here comes records. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, fucking good for them. Cause you know, they've been just like working so hard. Oh my and, God. You know, I mean, they had their electra years, but still, I mean, being on a major label doesn't, automatically mean you are a you know a wealthy person that has no worries and not a care in the world anymore so Mm -hmm. like they've been you know at that point off of a major label for six years seven years you know by the time the disney deal rolled around so it's probably a pretty obvious decision and it ended up being amazing for them both you know probably financially but also just like they sold a ton of records like uh, their five best-selling records are flood and then four of the kids albums oh okay (laughs) And they won a Grammy for Here Come the One Two Threes. So really, they won a Grammy for that. Yeah, best kids album for Here Come the One Two Threes. That sounded like I was like for the. I I feel like that that one to me is the one that I'm like meh. I don't know. Really? Yeah. yeah, dude. Triops Apartment Four won everything. It's I'm gonna have to try it. It's again. great. Yeah, you you really should. You're like gather round my older children and let's Yo, listen to this kids album. my my roommates <laughs> who i guess are my children and how, how old are they now they are 18 and almost 16 and there's a guest vocal spot on the record on your your new record for uh yeah we didn't talk about dead best oh isn't there a guest vocal by one of your kids there is. Dead best? yes yeah ruby sings at the end of the song she has ruby. a very nice voice yeah, it's great. I I love Thank that you. name, by the way. I have a, I have a one ruby at each school right now. It's not a super popular name, but I always huh. love it when I hear it. It's uh, such a pretty I am name. biased, but I also like it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we got to remember to talk about Dead Best uh, at the end then, and we can play a, a plug it and put one of the one of the songs in. Um, All right. So, well, so, let's not, so let's not forget. Um okay. But yeah, so that you know, I still think you should gather them around a roaring fire and, and say, "Put on here come the one, two, three. In like case you forgot, <laughs> it goes one, two, and then three. <laughs> yep, and then and then four. You know, if you're feeling <laughs> feeling up for it, Alphabet of Nations is. I mean, it was I guess one of the sing- singles you'd call it. You know, um, even kids' albums gotta have singles, huh. and you know. I mean, they played it on a couple of late shows, so we should p- play one of those pretty soon. Um, and it's kind of, it's not the title track. You know, you got the 11 second long, here come the ABCs. Right. Uh, but then it's like the first, you know, full song yeah, on the record. It's, it's not a particularly long song, which I, oh, I, no. I love like short songs. That's like, get to it. Awesome. Great. Cool. Love right. It. And for kids songs. Yeah. I mean, they've never been a long winded band. Mm hmm. You know, I think Factory Showroom had two songs that cracked four minutes, and it's like, geez, guys, wrap it up. No. But I hear that there's an eight-minute version of Where Your Eyes Don't Go. That's like a drony new uh-huh. age. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I almost cracked eight minutes. It's like seven minutes and 37 seconds or something. Uh, 
Yeah, but on Here Come the ABCs, like, there's nothing over three minutes. Yeah. The longest song, C is for conifers, is two minutes and 37 seconds. Oh, uh, E Eats Everything is two minutes and 43 seconds. Uh-huh. And that goes through all the, you know, and <laughs> K drinks only soda, you know, it goes through all the... Uh-huh. <laughs> my, my classes love that one. I only performed it because I do that annual They Might Be Giants program with my first graders, right. if you remember that. So we just had the fourth annual one. I've only done ease oh everything God. once. They love it. I let them watch it, but there's just too many words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of words. Getting little one. kids to do anything, you have my uh, utmost respect and <laughs> amazement in getting them to do anything so well yeah for for anyone for you or anyone else that wants to watch it if you search mr simpson on youtube you will find my school youtube channel and (laughs) you can watch the most recent uh batch of first graders at both schools sing a full set nine they might be giant songs (laughs) and i was thinking about you know researching this i'm just like oh my god this song is so good maybe i should do it with so the, the kids are second graders now they love they might be giants from doing it with me last year we're now doing an around the world unit and they've they've made their own passports and we're doing songs from all over the world and i'm like this should be our theme song oh yeah absolutely right they love they might be giants already it's not some new thing they'd be like wait we haven't heard this one before there'll be some kids they'd be like i have because my parents let me spend all day on the ipad and i went through the entire (laughs) youtube channel for them right uh, you know, I've seen everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and it was smart of them to split even on Spotify. They have, they might be giants for kids and they might be giants are two separate, oh. two separate things on Spotify, two separate things on YouTube, which but is good for parents. Times, right? The hard times, you know, that art, like that has a point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> because it's not like I'm trying to think. And not that I have the extensive encyclopedic, uh, you know knowledge of all the they might be giant stuff that you do but like is there anything that would be like kid inappropriate i mean i guess there's like when will you die although right i would mm-hmm. think that well i don't know that song resonates with me sometimes that's <laughs> yeah, a feeling yeah. i have well, but <laughs> jumping up and down in your grave it's a kid yeah. friendly you know fun <laughs> summertime activity uh well even to start uh Join us has can't keep Johnny down. All of the dicks in this dick town can't keep Johnny down. Oh, yeah, uh, there's yeah. I palindrome. I, I, someday mother will die and I get the money. Uh, and then you son of a bitch. I palindrome. Oh. So, and there they do say there's there's a very hidden. John Linnell says shit on a song on I like fun, which blew my mind. I'm not I'm not familiar with that record. Oh my god, it's their well, it's their um it came out in twenty eighteen, so it's fairly new. Um and that blew my mind. I mean, that was a really good record too. And um, What is the context? Um okay, let me see. Is it like an exclamation like oh no, something <sighs> terrible has happened or Does he say I think he says something shitty. I which hmm. okay, hold on, which song is this in? Um let's get this over with. No, I don't know. I'd have to look. It's but it's like kind of in. It's in the middle of a phrase. It's not like particularly emphasized, and I mm-hmm. actually didn't hear. I yeah, I missed it like several times. I think someone actually pointed it out to me. I'm like, you're fucking, you're kidding me. They don't swear. They don't do the bad swears. Yeah. <laughs> but there it was. Huh. Anyway, 
Yeah. So here come the fucking ABCs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the remix record I want to hear. <laughs> and they they find a, a bad word for every letter of the alphabet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole, butthole. The, <laughs> the alphabet of cursing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should add that into the tour uh, set list, <laughs> man. So we covered the version that is on that record. Had you heard this extended version? I have heard no other version other than uh, the version on the record. Okay. This is the extended version. Extended version, version with the Johns alternating countries the second All time. Right. Bolivia, Canada, Australia, Belgium, Chad, Afghanistan, Brunei, China, Denmark, Ecuador, Fiji, Guatemala. I like the sounds on the, the original version better. Um, so like anything other, it's not just the extension? It's not just you're like, oh, it's too long. No, Two no, minutes. no. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like the piano sounds so great on the original or the one I'm familiar with. And yeah. on this one, it, it, it sounds okay. Like, hmm. Hmm. But I feel like the piano is just like even like the low notes on the piano feel like there's like perfectly in tune and like it doesn't even need the bass which kind of sounds a little noodly on this one for me oh but, okay mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i don't know yeah sure it's sure, fine. sure. <laughs> and it's also hard when you've heard something the same way so many times and it's, totally and it's not like where well like why does the sun shine the first time they did that on the seven inch in 91 it was like a little dinky version you know real thin arrangement but then when they did it for the science album, you know, so they didn't totally reinvent it here. Um, they were just having fun with it. And this version, so actually to go backwards, it was because of this uh, version they did on Conan. It said that John Linnell actually wanted to extend it for Conan's show. And like they've been on, they've been on Conan shows like, I think more time than more times than any other band. I would have to fact check that, huh. but I believe they've appeared on Conan show more than any other band. Um, and they're good friends and all that, but he extended it like pretty much specifically for that performance. So why don't you check that out and talk about great piano. It's Dan Miller playing the piano on this one and he kills it. So check that out. Okay, we're back. The next guests here tonight with a song from their brand new album, Here Come the ABCs. And on Sunday, they'll be appearing at Borders Books and Music in Albany, New York. Always a pleasure to welcome them back to the show. Please welcome They Might Be Giants. The Alphabet! 
Gavin Rosdale of Bush is sitting there on the couch. Oh. <laughs> he decided to stick around. I like it. I also love how just, just the whole idea of them doing kid songs on a late night show. Yeah, that, that is an interesting... Uh, yeah, I like that too. <laughs> they did Robot Parade when No came out. They did Robot Parade on Conan. And they did it straight into um, Shoehorn with Teeth. It was a medley. Oh, nice! Yeah, I I feel like I, yeah, they have they have some of the like studio bonus tracks on the I think the DVD that we have mm-hmm. of uh, here come the ABCs because they do Robot Parade on that, and I always like yep. the version on that more than the the one on the record. Yes, that is the one that I actually use. Uh, I've done that the past couple years with my first graders, and that's the version that I use. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's got like the beat comes in. There's no drums in the original version. Uh-huh. Um, there's also an adult version of that song, if you haven't heard it. It's, it's on Spotify. It's uh, like... It's like their version of speed metal. It's it's like oh. about as metal as they might be giants could get. It's it's pretty cool. Huh. Uh, and the lyrics aren't really that much different. Um, it's just very aggressive. Huh. But uh, anyway, that was a fun episode to do too. Um, but yeah, and and the thing is, right before, like two weeks before the program, whatever channel it was, it wasn't their official YouTube channel. Someone had uploaded that bonus, like, because it's like an in-studio thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're in front of, like, the wood paneling, you know, whatever studio they're in. Right. I, I can't remember. They didn't have it on their official channel. Someone else had uploaded it. And I go to play it, like, in class. Like, the kids are there. I'm like, all right, let's sing Robot Parade. This channel no longer exists. Oh. Like, oh. Oh, great. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I have it on DVD, but it's a whole thing, and it's at home. Uh, and I managed, I found, again, on someone else's channel, the audio for that version. Uh-huh. 
but through no official channels can you listen to that version. Huh. Streaming, at least. I wonder so. why that is. I don't know. I mean, there's Probably just some so sort many of thing songs. to do with licensing or something, I bet. Probably. I mean, though, there are a lot of illegal uploads of their stuff on YouTube that they don't take down. I mean, uh-huh. most of it, it's not like official album audio. It, it's like a dial-a-song version or something uh-huh. like that. They don't take those down. Um, but I guess they had a problem with that. But if they did, why didn't they replace it with their own official upload? Yeah. I tweeted at him and everything. It didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, guys, we want to use this for a program. So, I mean, we just used the other one. The audio wasn't as good quality, but uh-huh. it was fine. Yeah, because I, I put up the TV behind him, and we mute the TV. Oh, my for God. The one, for the ones I play guitar with. And, I mean, I know the songs well enough, and I guess I've got a good enough internal drum machine that I sync up our playing with the screen behind him, and it's like a backdrop <laughs> for the thing. It's like uh, some multimedia version of that Flaming Lips record, Zarika. <laughs> exactly, right? God, keeping up with paleontologists, that's the tough one. That's a quick song. Oh, yeah. They love it, though. It's always their favorite. That was our opener this year. I, ha- I have them help me make the set list. Like, all right, we've got to have a banger up front. Got to have a killer uh, ender. You know, What's the-, <laughs> the closer for that show? Uh, the closer was Dr. Worm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or was it Particle Man? I don't know. Those were the two that I played on accordion, so those were right next to each other. Those were also the two that involved kazoos. <laughs> I have such a weird job. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, they did all, all the horn parts, uh, and then Particle Man. Uh-huh. Oh, yep. that's great. Oh, it's fun. So that Conan performance, I love all the extra countries that get in there. You know, some extra shout outs. You know, Bolivia, you know, respect which, to the poorest country, country in South America. Which country is, do you think, is the country that has most been introduced to people through this song? Oh, wow, that's a good question. Well, I don't know what Brunei, where is Brunei? For um, I'm looking right I, now. Have you been playing uh, Wordle or any of the options? Yes, I have. Have you Have you been playing Worldle? No. They just show you the goddamn shape of the country <laughs> with <laughs> no black. context. No, and no scale. That's the thing that fucks me up. There's no scale, so it's like, is this Russia or Guam? I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> I managed to get Zimbabwe right. I was very proud of myself, but that's because I wow, just done a song. Really yeah. I just done a song with my second graders from Zimbabwe. So, <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. I, I think Suriname. Was pro- I think I probably. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably one that I'm like, "What is that? Oh, that's a country. Okay, I'll yeah. look at that." So Brunei is in. It is in a- in Asia. It's a very okay. tiny, very tiny country. It is, let's see. What noun is it shaped like? <laughs> um, it kind of looks That's like... That's how I classify all countries. Kind of looks like a boomerang, actually. Oh, that's cool. Oh, but it's got a little... It's got a little detached piece. This is the weirdest thing. Ooh. Well, it's got... Like Michigan? Yeah. There's a body of water, but then there's there's... Now, what country is this? It's just no. What the hell is going on here? The world is, is very large, and I know very little about it, apparently. <laughs> uh, okay, so 
So you got Indonesia. I think, okay, so Indonesia is like a shit ton of islands, right? And I think Indonesia is part of this bigger island, but it's cut and then Brunei is there. There's the country and then there's Brunei. So this one larger island, I think, is part Indonesia and part, what else is, is, yeah. And then Brunei is like, it's like this big piece. It's kind of like that, like curved. And then... This other country kind of juts in, and there's a body of water, and then there's a little chunk that's like the shape of like Connecticut or something, like just sitting there, huh. <laughs> which is also, uh, <laughs> or is that Vermont? I can't, I don't even know our own country's geography. I don't know which one is more shaped like that. Um, yeah, I don't you know looking at it? Yeah, but All it's, right, it's got that very, one little, but that in, little piece in like you were saying with the world hole. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at it, but it is. The picture is so zoomed out and tiny that it just looks like a dot. So <laughs> that is not. Yeah. Oh, this Wikipedia um, page. Oh. Huh. But here, but here's something even more fun. Are you playing Hurdle? You no, I've heard of it though. Now it's impossible because if it's for anything from the past decade, I don't know it. And you know, if it's something popular from the past decade. Yeah. But someone made a "They Might Be Giants" hurdle. Oh my god! Like the whole, like all of all, they might be giants, or there's well, I one actually, entry on Hurdle that is they might be giants. No, it, well, so Hurdle uses uh, SoundCloud. It's like basically an embedded SoundCloud player oh, okay. that just hides hides the name, right? So anything on SoundCloud, and they don't appear to have their entire catalog on SoundCloud. I actually found the guy that made it, and he's actually working on his own version where he can actually upload all of his mp3s to a thing to make it truly like to get the deepest cuts in there because right now i have a perfect score of identifying all of them in one second Uh oh my gosh (laughs) there's also a mountain goats one there's also a weird owl one those are the three that i'm currently doing daily i mean the mountain goats i that like (laughs) there must be so i mean i guess for both for those bands there's such like all huge range of things that it could be yeah well so like the one for today is a pretty deep cut probably for most people it's called fun assassin and it's off of the spine surfs alone ep that came out right around the spine album Hmm. and it's an anomaly in that it's not it's one of the few songs that's not sung by one of the johns i mean kind of like boat of car um it is sung by the drummer of space hog oh Interesting. <laughs> Remember that band? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. Fun Assassin. But it just in one second, down, down, I was like, Fun Assassin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. The easiest one was uh, Particle Man because it says the title of the song within the first second. Right. Particle Man. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. All right. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> now you're just insulting me. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Mountain Goats one, though, has been hard because... Uh, because and like, it actually, the whole, it actually like, doesn't have his early stuff. It doesn't have the 90s stuff because apparently that's not on SoundCloud. So it's like all the hi-fi stuff. It's like Tallahassee oh, and Newer. That would make it so much more impossible because like you could have like 500 different songs that just start out with like the cassette player like being like... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The first second. I was, well, so, I mean, when you guess, if you get it wrong, it gives you like two seconds and then five seconds and ten. Uh-huh. And I think 16 is the longest you get before you get your sixth sixth guess. 
Um, but I've missed a lot of the Mount Goats ones, and I'm embarrassed about it. But, I mean, for to be fair, um, lots of times the song won't even start the lyrics. Like, he won't even start singing before it starts. So, like, if I can't get that first line, I'm like, what's the title? And also, um, but the titles, do you really know? Like, I guess I don't... He's got weird titles. Yeah. Like, what's the, the one record with, like, all the Bible verses? It's like, oh, I don't know what man. any of the titles of any of the songs are. I don't... Yeah, I don't know the fucking Bible. That's uh, it's crazy. Good album, but yeah, I don't know any of the names of any of those songs. Yeah, I, but... I, also, I just feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just a function of getting old and forgetful, and like, I just feel like I don't remember the song titles. Like, I, I like yeah. if I start to hear the song, like I could, like a song that I'm familiar with and love, like, I can like almost like play it in my brain from memory, but like right. the titles right. probably yeah. escape me most of the time. Yeah, I think it might be something that might even be easier for people these days because us of the cassette and CD era, you pop it in, you listen through. Are you looking at the back of the jewel case? Maybe not. You're just hearing all the songs. Whereas people seeing it on Spotify or YouTube, the mm. title is right there. Right. You know? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But that Mountain Goat one, man, I the Mountain Goats one, if it had all the 90s stuff, it, it would probably be even harder because... Half the songs are just start with him aggressively strumming a D chord. Right. <laughs> yeah. What is that? I don't know. Yeah, and like those <laughs> those albums. Yeah, there's so so many songs. It's amazing. So many songs. So Alphabet of Nations, we uh, okay. So we played the two extended versions. Now this is not something for the audio, but if you want to watch Marty tracking the drums for that song. It's kind of fun, um, or you can check that out later. But the audio is just <laughs> okay. Oh, so I had never seen these. I watched the 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 one on the late late show, which <laughs> is amazing. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why in particular, but the, the late late version, uh, the beginning of the song is pretty hilarious, right? Yes, absolutely. Like. <laughs> It, I guess I'm trying to think like yes, I'm sure most of the people who tuned into it like maybe knew who they might be giants were, but like there've got to be a, a significant number of humans who started watching that and were like, "What the hell is this? Like, what is happening?" It's it's great. It's like such the, a long the, time. The, yeah, the. it's such a long time before the the drummer counts off that it's just like. Oh, I hope this goes on for like five minutes before they start. <laughs> they do go on for pretty significant while, especially yeah, in that in a venue where people could change the channel within that time. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Duh, duh, the the well, nuts to this. Let's go. 
Bulgaria, Cambodia, Dominica, Egypt, France, the Gambia, Hungary, Iran, Japan, Kazakhstan, Libya, and Mongolia, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname, Turkey, Uruguay, Vietnam, West Silophone, Yemen, Zimbabwe. Now, I'm not familiar with the, the avatars, avatars of they. Of they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I mean, if you're on the wiki there, TMBW, and uh, you look up avatars of they, there's a, uh, they get their own little page. Now, they were, basically, the premise at first is that they were pretending like that it was not, they might be giants. It's not the John's hands in them. It, it's like they're their own band, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay. So there's the blue avatar, which is operated by Flans, and green avatars, Linnell. They started doing that in 2009 on the tour promoting Here Comes Science. Got um, it. Yeah, I'm looking at the the wiki mm-hmm. now. <laughs> <laughs> frequently introduced, the band, the avatars, is frequently introduced with the riff from Edgar Winter's Free Ride, Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train, or Black Sabbath's Paranoid. <laughs> 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 So yeah, they're this own they're this hard-edged band of puppets. <laughs> yeah, they look like scary characters. I don't want to mess with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they, yeah, cuz I mean they're they're perfect for like a they might be giants kid thing where it's like they're cute, but like if you look at them for a while you're like yeah. kind of weird, <laughs> right? Uh yeah. And trying to see if it says who made them because yeah, because they have worked with a lot of different artists, and even in, like, some of the videos, let's see, on Here Come the ABCs, were there any puppet videos on that DVD? I'm trying to remember if any of the songs had puppets on that one. <clears throat> um, I feel like some maybe in the videos, maybe. Right, because yeah. there's uh, the deeply felt puppet theater, and it's like the fabric felt, deeply felt puppet theater, um has done some puppet stuff for them, for their kids' stuff. <clears throat> but it doesn't look like they did those puppets. I'm just wondering if, like, you know, Flansburg's wife, Robin, knitted those or something. Mm-hmm. I can't seem to find anything about that. Um, yeah. Well, either way, it's a funny little conceit. And mm-hmm. uh, the Mainly, I wanted to play the audio for the intro because it's a little extended spacey kind of thing so Mm -hmm. yeah i'll just drop that in there this but yeah then they just go into the song the alphabet the alphabet of nations of nations 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 But they had fun with those those yeah. puppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Now, before we get to 
the cover section. I'm trying to think if there's um, because I mean I'm sure we'll talk about more about the construction of the song even when we're talking about the cover, but like I mean we can talk about it now though when you, when you were learning the you know guitar for this song, mm-hmm. uh, did anything pop out to you as far as you know even for a kid song for a short song? Anything in particular pop out to you about, you know, chord progression or anything like that? You know, I feel like, and maybe it's just because I'm so musically illiterate that, like, (laughs) that even just by (laughs) progressions being transposed, I'm like, ooh, that's a totally different progression. Like, yeah, right, right. that, That I, like, this song to me sounds like a nice melodic pop, you know, punky, like, progression. But still sounds like something that's like, oh, I don't feel I feel like most pop songs I hear and I'm like, yeah, I could like that's that's I can sort of name other songs that it's like, oh, yeah, that's the that progression, mm-hmm. which sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one felt this one felt different. Um, yeah, I don't know why. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't maybe I guess. But that's wasn't that a very nice, vague, non-helpful uh, answer <laughs> no, to that no, question? No, <laughs> no you're, you're right in that it's uh it without getting too weird, it does do some interesting things. Um, and I like kind of the droney nature of the beginning, like the very beginning. It's just like that sustained a, uh, did we change the key? I can't even remember. Did we change it? I don't know. I don't don't, think so. I don't think so. I don't think we did either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. So it's just like this long a, you know, underneath the riff. So it's just kind of stagnant for a minute so that when the chords start moving, it's almost more effective just because it's for so long. It's mm-hmm. just on the A. I mean, not so long, but for like, I don't know, four measures, it's on the A before it finally goes to the D. But so like in the key of A, it does get, you know, it goes from A to D to B minor, which is the two. Not a whole lot of songs use the, you know, the second step, you know, minor chord of the progression. So even though it's got the you know the A D and E, those are all typical. It's got that one B minor in there that just gives it that cool kind of minor feel, that one chord that you aren't quite expecting in most melodic poppy songs. And we did not do the extended version, but the thing where I'm, I'm looking at the the wiki tab in the live version with the extended Linnell part. Um, it mainly sticks to the D, E, A. So like the Arjabans, a D, Bolivia, E, mm-hmm. Canada's an A. But then when it gets to Ecuador, Ecuador gets a tasty F sharp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, F sharp, I mean, in the key of A. Yeah, an F sharp major has an A sharp in it. So that's not even in the key it should be an F sharp minor, so they are jumping the key there temporarily for that one country. Ecuador gets out of the key to do an F sharp major, uh, and then you get a B minor for Fiji and back to E for Guatemala. How do they even <laughs> remember? How do they remember all of the? I mean, they obviously, as I've said, I don't know. I'm not entirely convinced that they are human, but like, how would they remember all like? Uh, it's amazing to me. Well, and especially, is their backing band human? You know, like yeah. the rest of the band, 
And I don't, I don't even like saying backing band, but I say that because even Danny, their bass player, who I've had on the show a bunch, he's always like, oh, it's the Johns Band. I'm like, dude, you've been in the band since 1997. Right. <laughs> Come on, man. You've been in the band 25 years. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's their band. But like the amount of songs that he's had to learn, because, uh, I mean, he came in around the Dr. Worm era. So he, he came in right after the Electra time. So he, they were only... You know, he came in on their sixth album, but they have 25 albums. So, like, he's played a lot of songs, right? And, yeah, it's bonkers. Um, (laughs) Sorry, 23, still a lot, 23. So, so, you know, he wasn't on the debut Lincoln Flood, Polyteen John Henry Factory Showroom. Um, Long Tall Weekend, I think he appears on some of it. So I guess Minkar was officially his first one, but um, his first full length. But that's a shit ton of records. Oh my and god! And that's yeah. Every time they do a tour, I'm really not sure. That's one thing I haven't asked them is how much input they get, and as far as what the set's going to be, because I'm pretty sure it's primarily the Johns deciding. Okay, this is the Flood anniversary show, which even though it's now the 32nd anniversary <laughs> flood, it's still the flood tour that's going to be continuing. I'm finally seeing them in October. Us, we're supposed to see them, I think, in June here. Yeah. So, anyway, like, does Danny have any say in, you know, what non-flood songs they're going to play? Who knows? I Probably not much, but I would imagine, you know, they... I mean, maybe there would be a point where, like, oh, guys, I don't know, if we're going to do... You know, if we have time for an extra song, should be this one or this one. I mean, I don't know. I'd like to think that Dan, Danny, and Marty have a little bit of say as guys that have been in the band for fucking forever. Yeah. You know. And I have... Who knows? I have zero. Obviously, I don't know any of the people involved at all. But, like, there is a... Like, I would be fairly confident that they are, like... They see, like good funny thoughtful humans and again i have never met them at all but um yeah i too would think like it i wouldn't think like they're not treating them like i don't know i would think that they would be treating them like peers in a band if you have been doing this for that long like obviously they must like each other and and (laughs) respect each other's ideas and thoughts so yeah Making a set list though, and pulling out stuff like uh, like they do tend to try to you know make a super fans happy by not playing the same goddamn songs yeah. every tour. So like we've all heard these flood songs. There's there's a lot of non super fans that come out to the flood shows. It's good for that too. Um, people that might only know flood and be like, oh, I remember that band mm-hmm. from that one song, you know, or whatever. Um, but like, as far as the other songs go, they'll, they'll pull songs out that haven't been played for a decade. Uh huh. I don't think rabbit child's getting played a whole lot these yes. days. Yes. That, you that know. probably will, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess thinking about the, uh, the record we were talking about earlier, that song may not make it for us. <laughs> yeah. Or like boat of car or whatever, you know, <laughs> God, so funny. Uh, I think it's cover section. Yep. Cute kids singing it a cappella. Yeah. All right. I'm pulling yeah, it up. Check it out. This is Ben, a four year old. Oh. Okay, Ben's going to sing the Alphabet of Nations. 
Algeria, Bulgaria, Cambodia, Dominica, Egypt, France, Gambia, Hungary, Iran, Iran Japan, Kazakhstan, Lebanon, Libya, and Mongolia, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname, Turkey, Iran, Vietnam, Westphalophone, Yemen, and Zimbabwe. Oh, that is adorable. And not only he he corrects his pronunciation yeah. of Iran to Iran <laughs> so that it rhymes with Pakistan. Yeah, I guess in the more you know traditional pr- pronunciation of it, not the not the American pronunciation of it, but and and his pitch is good. Yeah, right? I agree. And like even the end part, like kind of like tailing off and like, that's, yeah. that's a four-year-old. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's pretty amazing. great. Yeah, that, that was adorable. Adorable. And hold on, what year was this uploaded? Because this kid is definitely not still four. Okay, so this came out in two thousand seven. So he's three. So yeah, he so when he was let's see so if it's so fifteen years later so this kid's like nineteen now, wow right is my math right you're the numbers guy if he was four in two thousand seven yeah he'd be nineteen now right yeah mom take that down it's embarrassing yeah. they played it on a podcast <laughs> it's got over a thousand views that's really <laughs> or that's his claim to fame. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I'm right. really cute. He's now, yeah, he, he's he won the Voice last season. Didn't you see it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> now we've got um, Thea and Maggie, and this is just, this is from 2013. So these girls are nine years older than they are now, as uh, than they are in this as well. Now you got to skip ahead like a minute because at first it's just like a them like cut lip syncing along with it but then they actually sing it after that okay so, so let's start check at that one out one minute yeah oh, okay. roundabouts there That is terrific and adorable too. <laughs> yeah. I think I like the the country via via mom. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> I also love how they kind of do it like the uh, the extended version with, where the Johns switch off, but here it's Thea and Maggie yeah. switching off. <laughs> and I also like the excitement they're like lunging at the camera, uh-huh. <laughs> like Mongolia. <laughs> I wonder how many kids at that age, like what percentage of them were like, that's awesome that there's a country called guitar. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ben kids singing it before. It almost did sound like guitar. Yeah. Guitar. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I would yeah, I w- <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh- <laughs> I want to live there. Yeah, man, it's just full. Instead of trees, it's just guitars just growing <laughs> out of the ground. Uh, and I want I want Zinnia to know geography. I want Zinnia and Ramona to know geography better than I do, and better than my second graders. God bless them. I mean, there's that you know we can't you know I can't blame them. Each one of them, they're a part of you know our American uh, 
you know, public education system, which does not stress geography, <laughs> does not stress history even anymore, <laughs> right? It's all, it's, you got to have 90 minute reading blocks, 90 uninterrupted minutes of reading instruction uh, at the elementary level. Um, and math, science, if they're lucky, science, if they're lucky, like there's all this talk of STEM stuff. I'm sure you have thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, but like in elementary school, and it's not the teacher's fault at all. Like, let me just say that there are only so many minutes in a day mm-hmm. and they don't really give homework that much in elementary school anymore, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. And I think it's kind of a good thing, especially in, you know, more depressed areas like uh, some of the kids that I teach. Mom's probably working and mm-hmm. they're hanging out at grandma's and grandma's not bugging them to do their homework because she's taking care of something else or making mm-hmm. dinner, you know. So, um, but as far as geography goes, like I, sometimes I can tell like when a teacher has really like honed in on it or something, maybe because they like geography and they had the time to do it. But I've got kids that just don't know the difference between a continent, a country, a state, and a city. Hmm. You know, like second graders, I mean, they're still fairly young. So, like, if I asked this to an older kid, they would not do this, but I'd be like, what continent do we live on? And I'd be lucky to get America. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're half right. <laughs> like, uh-huh. you know, but they're, they're talking about the United States of America. They're talking about, they're saying that our country is the continent. Like, mm-hmm. okay, the continent is bigger. There's more than one country in a continent. Um, Australia's cutting it close, but even they got New Zealand. Right, so there's more than one country. That's the biggest land mass, you know, division, whatever, us humans have come up with for slicing things up. Um but yeah, I'll even get like Indiana. I'll be like, okay, for colder, colder, you're getting colder, you know, and it's uh it's tough. So that's like the first hurdle that we have to get over. Uh-huh. But I really think we should make this our theme song and just like nail all these countries into their brains. Yeah. I bet yeah, yeah. It is super catchy and I, I bet it would do a hell of a job. And Google Earth is a really cool um tool to use. Like when I first started doing this unit, like I don't know. I've done it almost every year for like a decade. You know, Google Earth wasn't a thing. But being able to like, you know, I, I would have a globe. A globe. You know, us yeah. old people when we were in school, there were maps. <laughs> maps I, you'd pull down in yes. front of the chalkboard. There were globes. I right? called them roundies, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I still have a globe in my room. I mean, the internet went down one day. Because they're all doing state tests and they just crash the servers because, you know, we're just real smart around here um, to have them all test at once. <laughs> and uh, so, like, I'm like, hey, I still got a globe. It's good to be old school. You know, still got CDs. Still got all that shit. Still got transparencies for fuck's sake. Oh, wow. I know, right? I don't know why I hold on to those. I don't use them, but they're still in a file. <laughs> awesome. Do you have a projector for them? No, but but I did use them once, like maybe five years ago at a previous school where I was in the like extra room, like the built like off the school. The music room was what do you call it? You know, they built an extra room on the outside for me. Right? Oh. Um uh, I and, think that they call that like an honorary wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Greg Simpson right. honorary the Simpson wing. wing. Yeah, no, it was already there when I got there. The heat would break all the time. Um, and I don't know, it had a little projector and a smart TV or whatever, like, you know, like a, hooked to the computer. 
Uh, but then that broke. So I asked our custodian, I'm like, still got any of those uh, around? You know, the light bulb and all that. He's like, oh, I think there's one. Dragged it up, busted out those recorder transparencies, nice. and we kept on teaching. Nice. So, Take that technology. <laughs> bite, bite my shiny metal ass. Uh, I'm trying to do better. The Wordle is, Wordle is showing me that I know like 10% of the shapes of countries, like if I'm lucky, you know. Uh, so let's watch Daryl Till, who is all over the cover section. Uh, good friend, also goes by the name Astral B. He all is right. on the purp- He's also on the Purple Toupee Comp doing Spiraling Shape. Uh, so here's him and his friend Russ doing. Uh, this is them live. He's done with one of his friends. Done some. Done. They might be giant stuff. You know, at open mic nights and other you know bars and stuff. So here's them doing Alphabet of Nations. Okay. It's the alphabet. The alphabet. 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 Of nations. Nations. Sing along if you know the words. Algeria, Bulgaria, Cambodia, Dominica, Egypt, France, the Gambia, Hungary, Iran, Japan, Kazakhstan, Libya, and Mongolia. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname, Turkey, Uruguay, Vietnam, West Xylophone, Yemen, Zimbabwe. Algeria, Bulgaria, Cambodia, Dominica, Egypt, France, the Gambia, Hungary, Iran, Japan, Kazakhstan, Libya, and Mongolia, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname, Uruguay, Vietnam, West Xylophone, Yemen, Zimbabwe, Azerbaijan, Bolivia, Canada, Australia, Afghanistan, Brunei, China, Denmark, Ecuador, Fiji, Guatemala, Guatemala. And that's the whole alphabet. Should we do it again one more time? What'd you think? Oh, so they, they're doing the extended, man. They they learned more than the the all the countries in the first verse. That's very nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Daryl's t- covers. I mean, it, it's even on on songs where there's a million covers. I almost always, you know, narrowing them down. Daryl pretty much he always makes the cut because he is incredible. And he before I knew him, um, and he's a uh, he's a British fellow. Uh-huh. Um, He's been on a couple episodes. Someone keeps moving my chair. He was on that episode, and Statue got me high. He snagged a couple of big ones. Um, before I knew him, his YouTube channel from like 2008 must have been when he started a YouTube channel, and he just roared through all these They Might Be Giants covers of him just at his upright, and he would point the piano at his hands. So like, I didn't know what he looked like for the longest hand for the longest time, but his hands you could just watch him whizzing around that thing, and it was kind of cool because. I mean, I, I had a guy on a couple of weeks ago, yeah, for the Where Your Eyes Don't Go episode, and he's like, I used to watch Daryl's videos to, like, cheat and be like, how does that go? And like, let's watch uh, this guy's hands, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so Daryl, shout out to Daryl again, 
once again in the cover section. So I think it's time to talk about our cover. All right. Yeah. So we touched on it a little bit, you know, as far as the chord progression goes. But I I remember when so we we're we we're trying to plan like a game plan for this before we recorded anything. We had done so we'd done Montana super fast. We'd done Boat of Car really, really super duper fast. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then this one, I'm like, hear me out. We go a little slower, and you're I'm like, like what? No, <laughs> yeah, the, the no does not compute. Uh, and, and I was like, okay, hear me out. I want to do like a Questlove thing, right? And if you want to get in that that kind of that nice like hip hop that pocket, I'm like, let's slow it down a pinch. So I don't know. What did we go like 10 BPM slower, maybe something? I have no idea, but yeah, I don't. I that sounds right. Yeah, like not a ton slower, but enough to where you'd notice it. Um, you know, listening to the original, listening to that, you know, it's enough of a, a difference. Mm-hmm. But um, it's still, I mean, obviously maintains the integrity of the song. We aren't going like, yeah, we aren't doing like a sludge, you know, thing. Just like, uh-huh. uh, but like I wanted to really get in that groove and like be able to slow down the eighths on the hi-hat a little bit. And I borrowed... Well, first I tried fucking up my snare, my backup snare that I have. Uh, I watched a video and read some interviews with Questlove because I wanted to get that snare sound. Because mm-hmm. I knew, like, and and live drummers for rap groups are pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll see, like, when, when, like, a rapper does SNL, they'll have, like, some guy drumming back there. But, like, the records, it's all, you know, it's all drum machine. It's yeah. all program. Um. But like Questlove, I mean, I I remember reading like Modern Drummer magazine articles about him, you know, and they'd always show like, you know, for us gearhead dorks, it's like they show like the sizes of everything and the brands of everything and all that. And I remember seeing like he had tiny snare and hi-hat, big ass bass drum, mm-hmm. and big ass ride cymbal. So like this weird kind of, um, it's like a gangly teenager of a drum kit it's like huge on the bottom and like real tiny on the top like it's gonna like trip over itself so it's got like little piccolo snares um i mean he's got like a shitload of snares of course mm-hmm. probably, like depending on which song but his his primary stuff like for the the tonight show is real thin real shallow piccolo snare um i think a 12 inch hi-hat instead of 14 so like mm-hmm. smaller hi-hat and then his kick is like twenty six. It's like John Bonham size kick, you know. Okay. Big diameter. Like mine's twenty two. A lot of people play twenties these days. Um, but this is like a twenty six, and it's deep. And then the ride symbol is like a twenty two. Most people is like a twenty. So big on one side, tiny on the other. So you got the boom, and you got the, uh-huh, the, right, the crack, right. right? So I'm like, how do I do that? And I watched, uh, and he said he there was this trick you do where he would he'd take the top head off of the snare and he would use like gaffer's tape and go all the way around the rim and on the inside of the head around the rim um, so that the head isn't directly touching the metal of the shell. Huh? So there's like a little buffer, a little cushion between, and he would like kind of like do these, do these little folds of like gaffer's tape. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have gaffer's tape. I was using, I don't know what I used, painter's tape or something. And so like I did a couple of layers of painter's tape all around the inside of the snare rim, put it back on, um, 
Still wasn't dry enough to my liking, so I did some muting on the outside. Ended up sounding okay. I did a first take, I think I had sent to you. And then after that, uh, my friends <clears throat> in the band, Frank Muffin, uh, a local uh, veteran act here in Lafayette, uh, I produced a record of theirs, awesome friends. Uh, Hans and Brittany, uh, married couple. Hans and Brittany are married, and they're the guitarist and the bass player of the band, and they practice at their house, and they've got everything. And I put something out on Facebook, and like, yeah, we got a piccolo snare. I'm like, of course you do. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> so they let me borrow it. And it's not only was it a piccolo, it was a, um, I think it was like a 10 inch. Like it was tiny, real tiny. Um, and it had tambourine jangles around the sides. Like the shell of the drum had tambourine jangles built into it. I didn't want those. So I taped those all so that they wouldn't shake. Uh-huh. <laughs> or they, they couldn't make noise, right? So I taped those all down. But it was the perfect sound because it was just cranked so tight. It was very high-pitched. Uh-huh. And it was super fun to play because, like, the bounce and, the, like, the snap off of that thing was so fun to play. Um, everything else on my kit was the same. I wasn't going to, like, buy new hi-hats or a kick drum or something. But um, that was really fun to do because I do not – I've never been in a group that has done anything even resembling – hip-hop except my old punk band doing a cover of hey ya when that was popular uh-huh. and like putting in like emo breakdowns and stuff uh-huh. um but really i've never drummed for anything resembling hip-hop so it was a fun little experiment and i think it worked pretty well uh mixing it to your style i mean honestly i didn't think it sound it was that awkward of a combination of things did you no i did i mean yeah. I, I to me it, it worked um, I mean, I made I made you slow down, and did, <laughs> how long did it take you to like get used to that? You're like, I can't play guitar this slowly. <laughs> I think I just tuned up and played it faster, and then slowed it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just put my finger on the tape as it went. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but once I start playing <laughs> guitar and like uh, have it in the headphones, I always find it. Uh, it's hard for me not to keep putting on guitar tracks. I think. So there, there are a lot on there. I think you sent me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did, I did all the synths on that one, right? Yeah, some of them we've we've shared synths to these on some of them, but I did the bass and the high synth on that one. Then you did all the guitars and the vocals, of course, and the synth stuff. I think I did all MIDI on that one. I, think, I know I did, did some I put Juno a, I think I may ones. have actually put a like a real bass on there too. You did put a bass guitar. Oh on right, because yes. there's like a phaser effect on it or yes. something. I did a bass synth, and then you sent me two bass tracks: one that was clean and one that had like a phaser on it. So I was layering some bass, which again is a total hip hop move because they do. That's I, I remember reading about that. Like just you know, you try to pick up these production tips, and like they will take like like vintage Moogs, do bassline with that, and then double it. You know, with like a Fender Electric bass or something. Oh. Um, yeah, going for that low end, and so yeah. that's what we did. So really, yeah, down low it was like you know all the low end and the 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 rhythm section was very, uh, you know, was about as hip hop as two very white guys can get yeah. over here. And <laughs> uh-huh. then, but then you know we threw the, you know, all the you know the little punk rock flavorings on top. It was fun coming up with that high synth too. Uh-huh. I was listening to like, you know, like Tupac and shit, like all that that like. Whistle synth is what uh-huh. I see it referred to as a lot. Ooh, right, right. California. 
Uh, and so I was listening to like a whole bunch of stuff from that era when that was like the the cool thing to do was that uh-huh. and trying to dial that in. And I didn't quite get it exactly. I mean, I think I kind of didn't want it to be that thin, but I think I got a pretty, pretty, you know, pretty faithful to that era. So that was kind yeah. of fun to dabble in stuff that I usually do not even attempt because it's not in my skill set. Uh-huh. Really. <laughs> but with your guitars over it, and yeah, I think there's like maybe. I feel like at one point there are six guitar tracks or something oh like that. Oh my gosh. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to not and <laughs> Yes. It is fun to layer. Just like, oh, well, of course. You can. <laughs> so That was a lot of fun, and of course, thanks always for for collaborating with me. It's been oh, of course, blast. super fun. And I mean, like I said, I mean, I probably was on our first episode, the See the Constellation episode. I, you know, I try not to like fanboy over him because I've talked to so many amazing people for this podcast, but we've talked to each other enough at this point. But like, at the, like covering Montana, I was like. No, that was so fun. I, I grew up on your records, so it was like <laughs> fucking like unreal to be like, you know, putting layers of stuff on the, you know, with you on a song. It was Sorting just so through eight thousand guitar tracks and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think I'd be doing this. <laughs> I grew up listening to his records, but now that I know how shit, yeah, he's this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we both came up in the era where it was a lot harder to fix it in post and you actually had to know your parts. These days, it is fun, though, to just like, there's the chord chart in front of me. Hit record. Yep. (laughs) Just start. And then be like, that worked good. Okay. Put that in the next chorus. (laughs) Right. Learn it on the way. Yeah, right. Copy paste. Uh, (laughs) That was fun. So uh, speaking of recording techniques, this will be my segue into talking about uh, your newest Full length, dead best with your good friend Brian Sokol, who I heard all about in Adam's Animus <laughs> Package songs. Uh, was he one of the members of Franklin? Or he am was. I getting yeah, friends? he played okay. guitar and sang, and uh, yeah, we were <laughs> we've been friends since first grade. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's it's so awesome. Yeah, it's awesome <laughs> to have people who like 
you know, know you. Like, and it, yeah. there's no effort at all. I mean, not that there's no effort, but like, um, yeah, it's just nice to have people who yeah. know where you're coming from. So, what was the yeah, you know, like what was what was the inspiration to start that group? I mean, yeah, you guys have known each other forever. Had, had you been in bands together before this, or just kind of no in I, the like, orbit, playing on the same bill and stuff? You'd never been in a band uh, together. Yeah, no, we'd never been in a band together. Um, our band in sort of high school, early college years. I was in a band called Fracture, and uh, mm-hmm. Fracture and Franklin toured together. Um, and I had set up some tours for Franklin and some other friends' bands, Goodbye Blue Monday, and tagged along and. Um, but no, somehow we had never played together. Now, Brian and I live next door to each other, which is For awesome. Real? Yeah. Our families uh, live <laughs> right next door to each other. That's um, amazing. <laughs> and so I, it, practicing. It, yeah. It's easy to get together for a practice. Oh, uh, oh, well actually we have never played <laughs> in the same room actually for this band. We, um, the, the it started like i think it was probably in like may or june of 2020 where like i was home doing you know remote teaching uh-huh. you know uh yeah. and and so like every like you know we have like happy hour out on our lawns and like at that yeah. point we we didn't know how you know transmissible anything was and so we would be sitting like all the way across from each other, like, you know, like, yeah. probably like 40 feet, and me being me, would be like, well, we should do it 45, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> and um, put on two masks. Yeah, oh, oh, yes, so many masks. Um, and, <laughs> like, he he had just, you know, had written stuff, and he's like, yeah, I'll just send it to you on, you know, on the internet. So we were emailing it back and forth, probably, like, 30 feet, <laughs> <laughs> and um <laughs> and you know it, it would it was very fun like i had really thought that like i was kind of spent playing music like i i love music i you know i'm a huge still music buyer and uh and listener all the time um and so i didn't think that i really had anything to add but you know, with other humans, like you can kind of build on their parts and be like, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Like, and then it, it'd be really neat because we would kind of just like build the songs by just sending them back and forth. And yeah. then you'd send it back and forth. You got, you got a little practice with a couple of tracks with me. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And um, as we send it back and forth, and then you'd get it back yeah. and you'd be like, oh, this is totally different than I had sort of seen this as coming. And Brian's yeah. also like, the weirdo music person. He thinks uh-huh. a lot more, I don't know, like my part, like I'd think like, okay, where's the chorus? Great bridge. end. you know, and he <laughs> is much more sort of a little bit noisy, noisily chaotic and thoughtful about like how he wants to structure songs. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just interesting and fun to do. And somehow a friend of ours <laughs> wanted to put it out and, uh, um, so yeah. it's cool. We actually Don Giovanni Records. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, totally. Um, and we actually have a whole bunch of new songs um, that I, I have to just we have to like sort of sort out the vocals. But I don't know. We really like these too. And so yeah. kind of surprising that we're like, oh, we like these. Um, yeah. So so that was all recorded just at your respective houses. Yes. 
Yeah. Who, uh, the drums are, there's, there's live drums on it, right? No, I don't think so. It's all programmed? Man. I think Brian may have, may have recorded some intermittent drum things, but no, they're, they're all fake. Yeah. And Brian did all that. Like, like, programming. yeah, Yeah. He's gotten really, really good at that. Like there's some on there that, you know, I mean, some on their sound program, but like, um, yeah, I feel like there's some, some that fooled there. me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's good because you. I, I mean, you you know things. <laughs> I kind of yeah. And sometimes even a real drummer can be fooled, but uh, I mean, it's also just like a cool, like dirty, dirty sounding record. Like it's real. Uh, I mean, there's parts that are real aggressive. Yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, yeah. The first time I listened to it, I was like, whoa. This wasn't quite what I was expecting. Yeah, right? it's, you know, but it's cool because even like, you know, thinking back to Armalite, you know, for the most part, melodic, mm-hmm. you know, especially the ones that you sang on, you know, there's melody there, you know, um, not that there's a melody on this, plenty of melody here, but it's, I mean, it's, it's in your face. Yeah, I, I think like also, and this <laughs> definitely comes through, like the vocals are so sort of like, buried and you know because like i for for me like doing the vocals is the hardest part because i it feels i mean i'm self-conscious about it but it's also like part of it like feels like you're like acting as you're recording something that you've tried to do for the eighth time and it's just like and you kind of want to capture something but i don't know so sometimes it doesn't feel genuine so i don't like that and it doesn't i just find it it's hard to do like i when I have a song or a part, like it's I It's crazy because you've recorded so many songs at this point. I know. It makes it's it's very, very, I don't know what to, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like there are, like, I feel like there are melody lines, which I'm like, ooh, this will sound nice on vocals. And it's like, oh, God damn it. Now I have to write something to say those. It's like. <laughs> Goddamn lyrics. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what do I have to say? I don't have anything that like. I don't know. I'll talk to people and tell them what I think, but like, I don't know. Sure. But right. so I think, I think right. what kind of helped taper that, temper that, temper that. Um, <laughs> With an unlo. Yes. <laughs> I think like was to just, um, like just, it, just think of it as like, I'm just sending this back and forth to my friend. Like, who cares? Like, whatever it's out. And then, yeah. you know, somehow that made, made it a bit easier to, Make something that you end up liking, and uh, you know, yeah. after a while, even if you're not necessarily trying to do anything too hard. So, did he mix it too? Man, I didn't look enough at the credits. So we we or both did, send did that. We kind of okay. both, um, uh, you know, would mix stuff and kind of send them back and forth until you get to that point where you're like, ah, I don't even know anymore. I don't know if I'm listening too hard yeah. for something and it's not there or it's there and not enough. Um, yeah. And then we got it mastered and it sounded okay. And we were like, <laughs> wow, that was, that was yeah. lucky. Yeah, cause, yeah, I was actually going to ask, right, if the if the the level of the vocals was... Because I'm so used to, yeah, y- y- all your other stuff, whether it's Animus Package or Armlight or any, you know, and I've heard some of your, a little bit of your previous stuff prior to Adam too, uh, the vocals are right up there. Yeah. You, know, you can understand them. You know, and I always love that. I mean, that was one thing I that really like 
just like I just glommed onto that whole thing because you, not only would you have the lyrics in the booklet, but you'd have like little stories about him too. And I'm like, you know, and it's like I didn't know you then. But I'm like, I know stuff about this. Uh-huh. Dude. He's got these. He's got these friends, and this one has some really. <laughs> he has a crazy beard and hair, and uh-huh. got shit in his beard. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Car grew up with a her her family cat was named Ralph, oh. <laughs> and so and he was a long haired cat. He lived to be twenty one years old, wow. King Ralph. But yeah, I, I would always sing that to him. You know, you are fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't I, very disgusting, I mean, really. Yeah, I think that it it's yeah that the vocals. I think just as I'm, I don't know. I it, but the, it yeah. is not a mastering issue. It is we kind of deliberately did that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, the whole thing feels like, um, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's a punk record, and it feels like it's not. Um, I mean, obviously, you guys recorded it all yourselves, and you weren't going to go for like some slick thing. And I want to talk to you about the new pup record because I know we've talked about pup oh in my the past. Gosh, yeah. Um, and like, it just feels like two guys just like rocking out and not really worrying too much about any of that yeah. stuff but but it sounds good yeah, well, thank you yeah yeah i dig it fun. what what song should i drop in here that is totally your call um i was thinking just sounds yeah sure i mean yeah. we, like it's we, I, we like all of the songs on the record so i, I um, would hope so yeah so uh <laughs> yeah so yeah this is dead best with just sounds
And where would be the best place for people to go to if they want to buy uh, that sweet yellow vinyl that, that you sent me? Um, Don Giovanni yeah. Records.com? I don't know. I'm just yeah, guessing. Yeah, whatever the, the, the label thing. Yep. Um, or they probably have a band camp. They have a, no, they definitely have a band camp thing for it. But I bet if you they search do. for Dead Best, you'll probably get a lot of like the best of the Grateful Dead records. So, you know. <laughs> I was correct. It is Don Giovanni Records.com. Hey, nice. Yeah, nailed it. I figured it wouldn't just be Don Giovanni.com. That's got to be something else. Uh, yeah. Uh, we need to, I just realized, we did a plug section segueing from the covers. You need to score this song. Oh. Oh, uh-huh. I was, there was a brief moment of panic where I was thinking, <laughs> like, I have to score, like, a music thing. I was like, yeah. uh, uh-oh. Yeah, you um, do. You do. Hey, this is your fourth episode. Now, I think even on the state songs patreon episode i think i even made you score those i know i scored them i believe you Um, did and can you remind me Mm -hmm. what the scale is i guess it's (laughs) so you know zero to ten and you can use decimals and you're scoring it within the canon so within they might be giants uh world you know what yeah within their world where did these alphabet of nations i'm gonna uh, give us a a nine i love this song (laughs) it is good yeah, I love it. It is. Yeah, I, I love the <laughs> sonic uh, attributes of it. Like, I feel like that that one chord. The, do, 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 do. It's that, it's that like <laughs> yeah. perfect. Like, ooh, that sounds really great. And yeah. I think it's catchy as hell. And I learned that Suriname exists uh, through it. I think, and um, <laughs> I think that's awesome. I love this. Song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it. I mean, it kicks off. Essentially kicks off, um, you know, one of their great kids' records. It's their second record. And it's one that, you know, I didn't fully embrace this album until we had Zinnia. I mean, honestly, I didn't even own a CD, like a physical copy of it. Yeah, until she was born. I'm like, all right, that's an excuse to finally buy them. Like I had just been, I had heard all the kids' songs, but I only owned No. Uh, which came out was when I was in college. And I'm like, well, that's new. They might be giant cells, buy it. But I finally bought this one, and that I mean, it it knocks it out of the park, you know. And it's a perfect song to start the album. Catchy, uh, educational, and fun. It's I think for me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven point five on this one. All right. Which yeah, I'm thinking about other. So the last the last kid song I did was yeah it was uh four of two and i gave that a 7.2 and i like that song a lot too so i just rated it higher than four of two they're, they're both great yeah yeah mm-hmm. cool uh anything else you want to tell uh you know my wide my world nation alphabet of nation spanning audience <laughs> no, no, you know i do all right but is there anything else you want to say anything else you want to plug so we do have a new record coming uh for dead best at some point yes not in the immediate future because i have to figure out what words to yelp <laughs> just say yelp over and over yeah i mean i feel like i've tried doing stuff like that but i don't know i feel like i, I shouldn't <laughs> just do uh a sequel to mustache tv and call it like mm-hmm. uh goatee 
computer monitors. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are all those like neat, uh, you know, Snapchat filter things. Those are fun. Yeah, that's true. That, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, when you wrote that song, in I mean, what would that have been? Two thousand two, two thousand three. Oh, before like that. that, I think. Yeah, because I stopped playing in two thousand three. Yeah. Somewhere around there, but yeah, yeah, no, no filters. I mean, hell, phones could barely take a picture then. They look so shitty. Yep. Now, yeah, people don't even buy cameras anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Speaking of old, it's late. I think we could probably wrap it up there. So people can find this might be a podcast all over the place. This might be a podcast dot com. I try to update. Sometimes, but yeah, mostly Twitter at This Might Be a Pod and on Instagram there. And leave me voicemails about stuff. What's your favorite nation on uh, Alphabet of Nations? What nation should have made the cut and didn't? Leave me a voicemail, 224-801-2930, or email me uh, a completely unique list of alphabetical nations with no repeats from the song. and I guess you can include West Xylophone. So that's this might be a pod at Gmail. Adam, thank you so much for thank being you, on again. Thank you, Greg. It's so good to talk to you. Dominica, Egypt, France, the Gambia, Hungary, Iran, Japan, Kazakhstan, Libya, and Mongolia, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname, Turkey, Uruguay, Vietnam, West Xylophone, Yemen, Zimbabwe.